evolutionary.org podcast coming your way, episode 576. They're going to talk about Tessa Moreland, localized fat loss. Um, you know, in this one, uh, Tessa Moreland, of course, it's a peptide. And there's been so many peptides that have been used by people in fitness and bodybuilding, and they're becoming more popular. And the nice thing about peptides is you can order them. Um, some of these, so, some of our sponsors now, they have a huge list of peptides now. It's not like it was 10 years ago. I mean, 10 years ago, um, none of our sponsors, it seemed, would have peptides. We'd have to go and find some random site and take a chance at who knows what we're putting in our body. But now, luckily, our sponsors, quite a few of them, have a long list of peptides, and we know they're good. So this is an opportunity to take advantage of that. As long as there's a market for it and as long as uh, bodybuilders want it, our sponsors you know, will bring it to you, our approved sponsors on the forum. So this is a great opportunity to run several. And one of them is Tessa Moreland. And, you know, Mobster and I, we're going to talk about it. We're going to tell you a lot about this peptide. And, and you can make your own decision on if it's right for you. So, you know, peptides, of course, they're uh, synthetically configured versions of short amino acid change. And peptides are, you know, we get when we when we take them, we basically get them in the mail. They're not constituted, of course, because if they were, they'd go bad, you know, during the trip due to, you know, the climate, um, you know, too cold, too hot, um, you know, the sun just being outside the fridge. So obviously you want to wait till it gets to you. Then you reconstitute it from a white powder and then you keep it stored in your fridge for maximum uh, life expectancy on it. Uh, so it doesn't go bad. If you leave it out on the on the counter, it's going to go bad a lot quicker, obviously. So we like to use them, um, and they're used, and they're effective for whatever they've been designed for. You have certain different peptides. Now, tessamorlin is a, is a GHRH. So what that means, it's a growth hormone releasing hormone. And GHRHs are used out there um, along with GHRPs usually. Usually you'll stack one GHRH, and you'll stack a GHRP. So the difference, though, with Tessa Moreland, it contains the entire GHRH amino acid sequence in a trans-3 hexonic oak group to protect it from enzymatic degradation. De degradation, I'm sorry. And it, that makes it more stable and extends its half-life. So there's, there's definitely advantages to Tessa Moreland uh, um, versus other steroids. So when you inject Tessa Moreland, what happens? The peptide is going to bind to GHRH receptors, and it's going to stimulate the pituitary gland into releasing growth hormone at a rate similar to the body's naturally occurring GHRH traveling through the bloodstream. You want to keep in mind with all GHRHs, it's a quick hit, boom, in and out. But with the way Tessamorlin was designed, it's a GHRH, as I said before, it lasts a little longer. So growth hormone gets released. You get a boost of metabolism, more muscle growth. You're going to burn more calories. You're going to decrease body fat. So uh, isomorolin can, uh, I'm sorry, tesamorolin is different than the other GHRHs in that it's going to help increase uh, insulin growth factor, IGF-1, 
and it's going to help to lower glucose levels and further stimulate weight loss. So it's going to help reduce your visceral adipose tissue, and it's going to make your belly leaner. It's going to make your size leaner. It's going to make your waist leaner. So it's a lot of different advantages of testimonial versus the other GHRHs. So I'm sorry, we can kind of go over the different benefits of testimonial in this segment. But go yeah, ahead. If, tell us before before yeah. we do this, Steve, so medical use, right? This is some of the peptides that we're going to discuss on peptide uh, uh, podcasts, those that we've done already and those to follow, are specifically aimed, and the comments that we give you in those podcasts are specifically aimed at the performance enhancement drug type purposes is this peptides good for muscle gain is this peptide good for uh, injury uh, recovery and so on and so forth right so there's an actual medical use here steve and i'll read the the actual phrase hiv associated lipodystrophy what does that mean basically and this is this is another reason why it's a a a, a localized fat loss peptide Basically, and specifically, again, the visceral fat. The visceral fat is the fat that lines the rib cage and around the stomach. So what's happened with HIV patients is obviously you've got the whole immune system issue and everything else that we associate with HIV. And just to, to add another uh, a minus, so to speak, to the, the, the realities of that particular medical condition, they're getting fat in one specific area i.e. the visceral fat in and around the rib cage and lining the stomach and up against the back of the spine there so you end up with this horrendous looking pot belly and uh, this particular peptide uh tessamorelin was specifically developed to target that particular area now of course the great dream uh, of of fat loss drugs uh, medications and peptides and whatever else has been for the longest possible time steve uh, the idea that you can inject something and you specifically lose fat in that one particular area. Now, we, we will, of course, as Steve just said, discuss the pluses and the pluses, minus, the pluses and the minuses. I'm tripping over my tongue here. And obviously, we're going to talk about the reasons why specific localized fat loss might not necessarily be the best idea you could possibly have. And I'll talk about that. But obviously, again, we'll talk about the pluses and the minuses, Steve. So, in the medical use, 100%, right? The, the idea that you're carrying fat in that particular area is just good. It's unhealthy in a, in a healthy individual, Steve. And, in, and the, the issue, of course, when it comes to localized fat loss is fat loss is very rarely in one particular area. There have been many claims from many products over the year with the idea that this product targets stomach fat. And the, and the reality of that situation is it's out-and-out bollocks. But as Steve said, we're now in a situation in 2023, as we record this podcast, that we have 20 straightforward, I can think of 20 off the top of my head, Steve, and versions thereof. Sometimes they come in two or three different versions of peptides that are available from just one single approved source that I can think of right now. Never mind the fact that we have other approved sources that also stock peptides. The availability and the specific ability in this case to target one particular area whether that be for muscle gain or fat loss or whatever else, it's, it's never happened. I, I've been around the game a long, long time, and the idea that we have products like this that can do this and medically work is just amazing. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, guys, you are a great time in history for, uh, for when it comes to products that can do these specific things. So 
Let's talk about the positives. Quite simply, Steve, the idea that you can move fat from a particular area. Let me list some of the positives very quickly. Right, so in addition to you know, the significant IGF increase, and we know that IGF-1 specifically is, is a great anabolic uh, hormone, peptide, drug, when we use it as a drug. Reduce visceral fat, and I've discussed what that is already. Increase muscle mass. That's actually a slight misnomer because, of course, by removing fat, you change body fat to muscle ratios. You're not actually adding muscle, in my opinion, Steve, with this particular one, but you're reducing your body fat, so therefore the percentage of muscle goes up. Reduce liver fat. We've talked on this podcast and others about the health, healthy liver and how important that is. And anything that's removing fat from that area and increasing its health is going to be a great thing. Improved cardiovascular health. Literally, guys, less fat, healthier. You are lighter. You feel lighter on your feet. You've got less fat breaking down and being put into your bloodstream. And trust me, as someone who's is probably all-time heaviest as we record this podcast today, being super heavy is not healthy. So take it from me. Improved cognitive function, Steve. Literally, guys, the ability to, to, to think better. And something that Steve and I have discussed on other shows when we've talked about health and being in condition and being in shape and having your cardiovascular uh, ability at its best, out there doing 5Ks, 10Ks, and so on and so forth, is that you, you, your, your, your thinking seems to sharpen. You feel better and you feel more capable. And the last one, accelerated recovery time after workouts that is an absolute bonus we're going to record not to uh, in the next day or two uh, a podcast just about how hard and brutal proper training is and the ability to recover from that kind of training is an absolute plus so what do you think on the positives first Steve? yeah and then there's certain you know things that are common with with ghrhs and there's certain things that aren't, um, but specifically the main purpose why bodybuilders seem to like Tessamorlin is for the weight loss, is for the fat loss. And the other benefits that come with it are just kind of icing on the cake in my view. So really the, the main purpose why people will, will use it is going to be for that reason. Now, all the GHRPs and all the GHRHs, you know, they have benefits of growth hormone and you know i like we talked about in prior pop podcasts when it comes to peptides we've talked about the benefits and they all in some ways will help you burn body fat but they'll also do other things that you don't want you know some of them will really increase your appetite some of them won't as much so you have different ones if we take a look at the different ghrhs out there Sir Moralin is another one, and then CJC-1295 is another one. Those are the two most popular GHRHs out there. And, you know, those are specifically ones that people will stack with the GHRP family. And they'll do that because you'll get a short burst and you'll get more of a sustained burst. You'll get uh, the best of both worlds when it comes to both. So it's important to kind of understand that when you're using this, uh, when you're using peptides in general. But it seems to me, Mobster, that people they'll go with Tessa Morlin as more of a singular peptide yes. just yes. for fat loss. And that's why it's a little different. So it may underwhelm most of you. 
who are used to using peptides and are used to stacking a GHRH and a GHRP, because you're going to be like, well, I'm not getting as much of this, I'm not getting as much as that. Where's my appetite increase? Where is my, you know, athletic performance uh, advantage? Where's this? Where's that? And that's what other peptides have been really, really good for. In this case, you're specifically uh, aiming for the benefits of reduced fat loss. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100% with Steve. We could say a lot of the previous uh, positives are through all growth hormone use and specifically anything that's based on growth hormone, which is pretty much every peptide there is, Steve. So do you get some of the benefits that you would get from using growth hormone? 100%. So why would you use peptides? Because you are looking for specific benefits over and above just using growth hormone. So growth hormone would help me, for example, Steve, with recovery from injury. But then there's TB500, BBC157, which would do the job better. In this particular case, and of course the subject of this podcast, we're looking, we're going to discuss, and we're going to talk about the minuses as well, but we're going to discuss the specific advantage, the idea from a performance enhancement aesthetic, athletic, uh, bodybuilding, on-stage kind of purpose, that you can particularly target a localized area, a localized fat loss. Now, I said, as before, the dream has been in the industry, the idea, for example, Steve, we've had creams that you could rub onto your belly. And the idea that you rub this cream onto your belly and your six-pack would miraculously, after weeks, hundreds of dollars of product appear. And the reality of that situation for the longest time, probably ever since the exercise industries ever existed, there's been someone out there with snake oil suggesting this. It's never existed. There's never been something specific that works like that. It literally permeates down through the skin and miraculously produce body fat in that one particular area. And if it did, the argument then becomes, and this actually is an issue with localized fat loss, that you could still be fat elsewhere. In reality, such products never exist. But as I said earlier on, we're now actually in the position that a product like this does exist. Now, I'm going to get into the aesthetics later on, Steve. I want to talk about a little bit of, of the negatives. And so, for example, listen, if, if as Steve said, proper, improper uh, putting the product together, improper storage, and so on and so forth, brings issues of it. So I'm just in lack of potency and whatever else, Steve. There's, there's, there's stuff that can come with any medication, and there's always going to be side effects. So I'm just going to list very quickly, Steve, and I don't want to bang this particular drum too hard because there, is, there are side effects with over-the-counter drugs that you can take for your headache. And so it's well worth you know understanding that some people will have problems and some will not. Uh, very common side effects, and I'm just going to list a couple here. It says depression, pain or numbness, muscle pain. I mean, this listen, guys, you're training super hard. Uh, how you think and feel about yourself physically is important. And even poor injection technique and so on and so forth can cause some of these problems. For example, Steve, some people just respond to literally giving themselves an, with an, an injection, even of saline. People, Some people get anxiety issues injecting. So the idea, for example, that you might vomit or have joint inflammation or whatever else, these things are also, some of the side effects are common again, as they would be with the growth hormone itself. Uh, rash, hives, shortness of breath. Again, one of the, one or two of those. I'm just looking at the next one down. Steve, fast heartbeat. People get that just from giving themselves an injection. This is of anything. The amount of users we know that have given themselves their first injection of testosterone and freaked out. It's not a huge amount, but it's not uncommon. We see this all the time. And again, individual response. 
So tesamorelin's out there. If it was such a bad drug in terms of being given, for example, to HIV patients to the point where it's painful, it was causing these issues constantly, it wouldn't be allowed to be given to HIV patients. So that's a reality. But we have to list these positives and the negatives. Now, I want to get into the specifics here. Okay. So localized fat loss. Is this a good thing? Yes, but it needs to be done properly, Steve. And here's my thought process. Okay. We know of bodybuilders that have gone absolutely crazy. And we can find videos on Instagram and, and social media of people that have site injected various posen oils into their body to the point of looking absolutely crazy. I can think of uh, millionaires in the uh, chat and gossip industry. I'm thinking of one specific person who had ab implants. And so you had this short, fat, pot bellied fella with a six pack. And it was obviously some sort of synthetic material, Steve, underneath the skin. And he looked ridiculous. So the issue for me here is the same as it would be for what we call the aesthetic industry. For you to get the best from this product, you're still going to need to train your asses off, guys. You'll still need to put the work in the gym and at the dinner table. And I think above and beyond anything else, Steve, this is my personal thought process in this. So I wouldn't call it a warning as such, but you need to have this at the back of your mind when you decide to use this uh, uh, peptide, Tessamorelin. You need someone or yourself to know 100% how to get the best out of this product. And the reason I'm thinking like that, Steve, in the aesthetic industry, we see people that have uh, facial injections, we see uh, stuff being injected into lips, we see Botox being injected into the forehead. When it's done properly, when it's done well by someone who knows how to site inject, by someone who knows how to target the area, so someone who knows how to prepare and produce and put together the product properly and the source is great and so on and so forth, the results can be out fucking standing. And it might well be, Steve, and I can think of a few examples of champion bodybuilders where the body is ripped to fuck, but the inner thigh looks smooth. Or they've got amazing biceps peak and a fantastic curve for their tricep, but no separation between the muscles. And a product like Tesmorelin injected into that space in between properly can reduce that degree of separation. It might require just a couple of injections and the separation becomes more evident. And the physique transformation is absolutely amazing and outstanding, but it needs, in my opinion, Steve, I want to discuss with you, to be done in such a way as to produce the absolute best results. I don't want our listeners randomly jabbing into their belly, into their inner fire, in, into their armpit and whatever, trying to get that little tiny little bit of fat loss out there and end up with like just basically a void or a space, and it just looks like something's happened to them. So I want them, and this is the this is why we do these podcasts, to be as informed as possible and to get the best possible results. So this peptide, tesmorelin, could be absolutely amazing. And in terms of localized fat loss, I think it's a game changer, but it needs to be done properly. So it's about the aesthetics, Steve. What do you think on that? Yeah, absolutely. And look, at the end of the day, the way that you're going to order testimonial, I talked about it kind of on the open, but, you know, just like all peptides, it's going to be fragile. You need to mix it gently, get some sterilized water, get some backwater. I like backwater, personally. I don't know what you like, mobster. Um, but you're going to have to get it, um, keep it away from light, keep it in a, a cool, dark uh, closet. Make sure 
before you mix it. I personally prefer to put it in the fridge before mixing and after. Obviously, you will definitely need to keep it in the fridge. And then what you want to do, um, you know, once a day uh, into your stomach, into your stomach fat. Get a slim pin, 25 gauge, a 29 gauge or 31 gauge into, into your stomach. Now, the Tessamoral, and um, typically, um, I'll give you an example. And one of our sponsors sells it, and they sell it in a two milligram vial. And um, look, at the end of the day, if you're going to be taking this stuff, you're going to have to run through, I would say, one milligram a day of this stuff. So each vial is going to last you two days. So let's say it costs about 50 bucks per vial. So it's going to cost you about 25 bucks a day to take this stuff if you're running one milligram a day. If you're going to run two milligrams a day, it's going to cost you about 50 bucks. So stuff ain't cheap, you know? Um, and so you want to run it for like a month. So if you're going to run it for a month, you're going to be selling out about 25 to 50 bucks a day on this stuff. So you better make sure that you know what you're getting and you have your expectations on point because that's a huge disadvantage, the cost, you know? So, you know, and Mobster talked about running it right. Well, it'd be a shame to run it for a month and and run it wrong. So it'd be a shame also to get underdosed Tessamoralin uh, or stuff that's not legitimate because it's it, it's expensive. So you want to make sure you're getting the right stuff and you make sure you get, you're getting all. It'd also be a shame, Mobster, too. If you went out and you got this stuff, right, and you ran it and um, you you went and ate McDonald's and Chick-fil-A every day and, and Pizza Hut and Papa John's and all that crap food, right? That, that would be a shame too. So you make sure that you you better be, be you better be using it for legitimate reasons. You know, and another another benefit too to bodybuilding too, and another reason bodybuilders have come to me and said they run this stuff um, is nerves, nerve pain. And it can actually help with that. Um, in fact, one of the, I would say besides the fat reduction, you can get nerve cell regeneration. And that's very important because in bodybuilding, we fuck up on our, our nerves. We get a lot of disc issues. We got a lot of um, um, herniated discs that press up against nerves. We build more muscle, press up against nerves. We get pain going down our arms, pain going down our legs, numbing fingers, all kinds of problems like that. And that's where testimonial can also help. So um, that, that's, I, I'd say the number two reason. So fat reduction and that nerve cell thing. Other than that, if you want to use this stuff, don't waste your time on it. Don't waste your money on it, in my opinion. And like, look, if you guys disagree with that and you use testimonial and you're like, Steve, no, it helped me with this. It helped me with that. Please let us know and, and, and put it. That's what this podcast is all about, sharing yeah. knowledge. But put it. But I guarantee you, most people who spend this kind of money on something, they're not getting it. For lean muscle mass, okay? They're not getting it. If that was the case, they can just get anabolic steroids, all right? And you save a hell of a lot more money. You can use, you can say, you can get Anavar to be cheaper than this. So there's no fucking reason, or Primo. So there's no reason to get this just for lean muscle mass or, or strength or any of that stuff. They're getting it for the fat reduction. That's the, that's the yeah. main thing. Go ahead. I, I, I agree again with Steve. I think the issue here for me is, I've already discussed the potential aesthetic issue. I'm reading from an article that we're referring to for this podcast, and Steve, they were looking at 26 weeks of use 
to see a reduction in visceral fat. So that is a long-ass time, people. And I think even the clinic themselves that created the article that we're referring to here talks about exactly what Steve and I have just said, and I'll, I'll touch upon what Steve just said as well. Listen, and I mentioned it already, you need, you cannot outwork a really shitty diet, right? If you think you're going to reject asmorelin into your stomach and you're going to have a six-pack and you're going to reduce visceral fat and at the same time, as Steve says, you're hitting Mackey D's and Cheesecake House and, and whatever the hell you've got over there, Steve, and you're eating shit and you're not doing your cardio and you're not eating the gym, forget it, right? And again, we, we've seen people do this stuff. I've seen people that have had that kind of weird-ass plastic surgery and had specific areas of liposuction. You've had the ones, the ones that have had, I've forgotten what it's called, Steve, they get the clip in the stomach and then they just end up blending the food and drinking it because they just they, they can't get out of their shit eating habits. So they stay as fat as he was before, but they've had a $15,000 operation. Guys, you will always, always get better results from anything that we talk about in this podcast. If you're out there killing it in the gym, if, I mean, as I said, we're going to discuss that in another show upcoming. If you are getting up to go to the gym at six o'clock in the morning and you're running to the gym in the rain, in the cold, in the sun and whatever, 115 degrees and the world's worst humidity day, if you're there every single damn time you're supposed to be there putting in the work, you're going to get better results than anybody else that does exactly what you're doing. But that one thing, if, you're, if your diet is poor, you're not going to get as good results as if your diet was great. And if you are literally getting to the gym, like I said, and then killing it in the gym, then your results are going to be 10 times better. And you're going to get a lot of the benefits, not all of the benefits, and not the specific site benefits, site reduction benefit, from growth hormone. But again, for me, I would see myself in this situation, Steve, if I ever decided to be a competitive bodybuilder, and I knew that I had done the absolute most I possibly could to get into shape, and there was just one or two area that needed that last little bit of fat to go, then this is where I could see myself using testimorelin in that particular example. And it might just be, guys, we talk about these kind of things all the time. So if you're a competitive bodybuilder, you're up on stage and you play second or third, you're supposed to go and talk to the judges and say, listen, uh, can I ask for your advice? What was it that held me back? And oh, your calves need a bit more uh, shape on the outside. You could do with a bit more pig to your bicep. It might well be that the other guy just had those little feathery details in his serratus and his intercostals, that little sort of Dexter Jackson feathering on the side of the rib cage there that just made that you and the other guy and the other guy had it and you didn't have it. It could have been your identical twin. Then this would be for me where I go, oh, do you know what? Test my relic. Four weeks, eight weeks. And again, especially if I was trying to be pro, Steve, or, or I was already a pro. The idea that I'm going to be placing a little bit higher, so more seminars, it's more money coming in, more more followers on Instagram. It's going to be worth a couple of thousand dollars to me to just look at, spend that bit of money, and just bring things in that little tiny bit more. But again, for me, I would want 100% all the work in the gym, all the stuff outside recovery, physio, saunas, some beds, all the stuff I'm supposed to be doing, and especially when it comes to the kitchen with the knife and fork, more there probably more than anywhere else. Again, even if and we're not seeing this being used by everybody out in the wide world, we're only seeing it used for specific examples of clinics and the medical example that we're given. And now, of course, we're discussing the idea of competing in this example 
professional bodybuilders trying to get that last little bit of an edge. You're not seeing it used on the high street. You're not seeing it used in the aesthetic clinics yet. It might well be at some point in the future. And if it was in that sort of situation, and even for you guys injecting it into your stomach, I would want to, and I'm thinking again because of the localised fat loss, is it simply just injecting into the side of the stomach that we do with both hormone and peptides, Steve? Or would I, for example, want to rotate injectocytes around the stomach area if I was wanting, for example, to reduce body fat in that particular place? Would I, as I said earlier on, be looking for the inner fire or the gap between the bicep and the tricep and something like that? And if I did, I would want to get good or solid advice from someone who has used it already. And again, we would love to hear feedback from, from listeners, especially those that have used it and had positive results about particular injection technique for this particular peptide so that they got the best rather than sort of randomly sticking it somewhere near my triceps or to the side of the belly or whatever else. Because I, for example, if it was truly localized, I would hate, for example, Steve, to be pinning the right side of my stomach and only have fight loss on the right side of my stomach. If I'm going to do this, I want to do it properly. I want to have that particular uh, combination of perhaps pinning and, and aesthetic use done in the right way to produce the best possible results. Because what you don't want is some weird gap where the body fat's gone in that particular area, but it's not gone anywhere else. So I've got a six-pack, but I'm still fat as fuck. Or my inner fires are suddenly ripped, but the outer fires look smooth, and so on and so forth. Like I said, I'm thinking of poor aesthetic practitioner injecting versus great aesthetic practitioner injecting. And when you see it done right, it looks amazing. When you see it done badly, they end up front, you know, Reddit and Instagram, and my God, what's happened to her face and all that kind of stuff. So I want users to get the best possible results. And that's the reason why we try to do this with Fortnite Podcast. So again, it's another reason, as Steve said, to see feedback from you, those of you who had used it, had had positive results, and the reasons why. And of course, it's a lot of what we do in this podcast, if you're sharing the kind of information where it has been positive, where the result has been outstanding, and we pass that information on to everybody else so that you all benefit from the positives and none of you get to have to deal with the minuses because we think that sort of stuff is super, super important for us. Any more thoughts, Steve, before we finish up? No, I think we covered everything. I mean, it's pretty, pretty cut and dry, buddy. Just inject it into your stomach and and um, see what happens. But it's a very fucking expensive. I checked our other sponsor, Two Mobster. They sell a five milligram vial, and um, it's it's like over a hundred. It's like one hundred sixty some dollars. So you're looking at thirty three dollars a day if you were to do one milligram a day. And really, a lot of people out there, if you're a bigger guy, you're two hundred fifty, three hundred pounds, and you're looking to lose body fat around your stomach. You're probably gonna want to run the, the the dose of two milligrams. So that's expensive. You're gonna be spending between fifty and sixty six some dollars on this stuff a day. So I mean, I, I don't know. That's the one downside of this. I don't like yes. to put down things, but I, I think there are expensive. better generic choices, Steve, in terms of yeah. growth hormone and additional benefits of growth hormone. We you might as well just yeah. I mean, in my view, you might as well just do a prolonged fast. I I did a nineteen day prolonged. Just do a prolonged fast, and you'll lose plenty of be belly fat, and it's free. <laughs> it costs you nothing, and you save money on food. But that's just me. At the end of the day, <laughs> it's not my business. You guys can do what you want. If you, 
you know, so, all right, buddy. <laughs> we put the information out, yeah, and you get to decide for yourself, listeners. Uh, obviously, we have our own personal thoughts and recommendations on these particular products. There are other choices. And as I said, in terms of availability, you've never had it so good, as the, as the, as the line says. Please note, we are not doctors and opinions are ours. It's our view based on our experience and views on the topic. Our podcast for informational purposes and assignment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.